Vegetarian Zen, episode number 57. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Zeners, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky, and this is Larissa. And in today's episode of our podcast, we are going to be talking about vegetarian grilling techniques. Now, this is something that I am—I was really kind of disappointed in at first when we became vegetarians because I thought I was going to have to give up my grill. And grilling, for those of you that love grilling, you know it's not just about the food you're putting on the grill; it's a whole experience. Mm-hmm. So. This is something that I was really glad to learn that I didn't have to give up. As a matter of fact, we actually have been making some really cool stuff. When we were eating meat, what? Wow, it's just going on year year, more about a year and a half now. When we were eating meat, we pretty much ate the same kind of stuff over and over again, right? We either Mm -hmm. had steaks or burgers, and now we're experimenting with a lot of stuff. In fact, tomorrow we're going to be making roasted strawberries. Yummy. which I know, and I, I mean, I was like, strawberries, but, but yeah, I mean, looks like, it looks like a yummy thing, so we'll probably be posting that. All right, but before we get into all that, I think we have a rating, and of course, we ha- want to do a couple of shout-outs. So, Larissa, you want to take that? Okay, so we have a new five-star rating and review on iTunes, and this is from Extraordinary Nurse. I like that. And uh, he, uh, she says, I think it's, she's a she. Doesn't say. Yeah, he or she. He or she says, <laughs> highly recommended. Vegetarian Zen is a podcast that delivers information to listeners in a non-judgmental manner. Vicky and Larissa are very transparent about what they have learned and how they are still growing in the lifestyle they just adapted. They paint a realistic picture of what it's like for regular people to begin thinking about making healthier choices. It almost feels like having support from friends and peers as you make a decision to become healthier. Keep up the great work. Yay! Yay! Well, that was an extraordinary review. Thank you very much for that. All right. So so what about our Facebook shout out for this week? Okay. Our first, well, actually our first shout out is a Facebook shout out and that goes to Tanya Daka. Now, Tanya is somebody, I think you were friends with her first on Facebook, right? You met her through some mutual yes. like contacts or... I don't remember who. Online oh, Jared. Folks. Jared Easley. Our friend Jared, yes. Okay. Um, and she has this thing every Friday night that's called Garage Party. And she just goes out and does all of these shout outs to some uh, of her... I guess, friends slash uh, business associates, right? Right. And so she herself is the, she calls herself the chief badass copywriter at Badass, Badass Biz Plus Inc. Is how to, <laughs> I'm not saying it right. Badass Biz Plus Inc. It's right. a web copywriting service. Now, I just love Tanya's vibe. She's She rides her motorcycle. She's uh, talks a lot about hardcore music which i mm-hmm. love too and she's out, she's always out there on facebook it's like having a friend out there and she did this this thing called a garage party as i mentioned and put us out there mm-hmm. with uh she talked to you right larissa yes jared actually recommended uh, me or us to be on the garage party and what she does is every friday night she picks like five four or five businesses um that are online to feature and she just does like a social media blitz and she like puts them out to everybody and she asks everyone to to recommend or to tell her their favorite song and then she posts the video to the song 
And then she posts like a little uh, blurb about who they are, what they do. And then on Mondays on her uh, website, she does a blog post called the Monday Mosh Pit where she summarizes all of them and puts the links and and everything in there. Um, We're laughing because the cats are tearing around like maniacs. (laughs) There's a cat stampede going on in the back. (laughs) But uh, so, yes, special shout out to Tanya. And thank you so much. And Tanya, you are super crazy. And it's so much fun. Love it. Yes. All right, you want to take the Twitter shout out? Okay, so the Twitter shout out this week goes to Fit Nutritious Foodie. And that uh, is at Fit Nut Foodie, F I T N U T Foodie. And they um, included us in a Follow Friday a few weeks ago. And for those of you who don't know what Follow Friday is, it's hashtag FF. And it's basically just giving shout outs to people who follow you or who you follow to kind of, you know, help get their name out. So in the in the spirit of Tanya's garage party. So they did a uh, hashtag FF on us a few weeks ago. So I just want to say thank you for that. It's so funny. Every time somebody says hashtag, I'm so old, I still say pound sign. She says pound sign. <laughs> What's the pound sign for that? <laughs> it's really cute. I feel like really old when I say that. <sighs> She's, right, she wants well. to get a rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready to get into our main topic? We are. Okay. So I really love grilling. As I mentioned, this is a whole experience for me. I, it really, it puts me outside, which I love. Larissa knows I, I cannot be cooped up in the house for too long. I just, I'm really one that likes to be busy all the time. And so grilling is really fun because it puts me outside. I'll take out my speaker, plug in my um, iPhone and listen to some music. And it's like a whole experience for me. So I really love it. But let's talk about prepping. The prepping part is not is something that takes a little bit of time. It's not my favorite part. But I will say, since we became vegetarians, it's much easier because we don't have all that nasty, greasy, leftover-like um, yes. meat, meat stuck to the yeah. grill. Yes, it's and pretty It's pretty easy to clean. It's, it's also more important uh, if you're grilling vegetarian because uh, especially if you're doing tofu or vegetables that are softer, like squashes and things, uh, summer squash, because you really need to get that clean. Otherwise, you're going to have st- – and you have to spray it. You have to spray or oil the grate. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, you're going to have all kinds of stuff uh, sticking. And we grilled tofu for the first time uh, last weekend, right? And it was um, – we learned some things. We did learn some things yeah. that we'll share with you. But mm-hmm. to your point, you don't want to say just because you're grilling veggies and not meat that you don't need to clean the grill. You really do need to mm-hmm. clean the grill, scrape it just like you would uh, if you had meat on there and scrub it. Make sure you're removing any charred food from that mm-hmm. and rub it clean with vegetable oil or spray now mm-hmm. that kind of goes into our um our little snafu that we ran into with the tofu right <laughs> yeah yeah uh, one of them yeah that's one of them so we didn't really oil down the grill very well so we had some sticking mm-hmm. and it didn't occur to me until i was flipping it over that it was and that's we had what we should have more done. tofu on the <laughs> grill than we had on the skewers yeah <laughs> So you want to talk about some techniques, Larissa? Because you're kind of the inside. So when Mm -hmm. we grill, you're like the inside person and I'm the outside person, right? I'm the grilling sous chef. Yeah, you're the sous chef. So you want to talk a little bit about the um, techniques that you use inside? Yeah, so there's basically two things. Well, there's there's a couple things. Um, As far as preparing the vegetables themselves, when you – and we'll talk about this later in in some other tips – 
you want to uh, make sure your vegetables, if you're cutting them for skewers, make sure they're about the same size so they cook for, at the same time. And then marinating, I usually will marinate vegetables in like a, the one I did last time is the, is the one I'm actually going to put on the recipe for this week. And it's a red wine marinade. And oh, it was so good. It was. It gave it a lot of flavor. And you know what my favorite thing with that is? Mushrooms. I yeah. love marinated mushrooms, but yeah. they were so good. Really good. So uh, marinate, but you can also use um, salad dressing. You can use like a balsamic marinade. You can use, um, you can even use something as simple as like lemon juice and herbs and some vinegar or, you know, red wine vinegar. But you want to make sure, especially with tofu, that you have a little bit of sugar in your marinade, uh, whether it comes from like a, a bottled sauce or, or whatever, because that will help make the tofu crispy. So you want to do that, and we'll get into tofu a little a little bit more. But give it a good time to marinate. You want to marinate at least 30 minutes. If you can do it longer, if you can even do it overnight, that would be fantastic. Yeah, you really want it to soak up that marinade. Yes. And then the other, speaking of soaking, uh, another technique for certain vegetables, namely uh, corn on the cob that you keep in the husk, uh, but also asparagus, you should soak those in water for like 30 minutes before you put them on the grill. And the purpose of soaking the corn is, of course, to keep it from burning because you've got the husk on it. And then the purpose of soaking the asparagus is to kind of soften it up. If you know, asparagus has like a really woody woody stem, so you want to soften that up some. Yeah, and Larissa really loves my roasted corn, or grilled corn, I should say, mm-hmm. and it it does come out pretty darn good. My dad is the one that told me what to do. Um, just a real quick, kind of overview of that. I soak it and sometimes I'll put it in ice water. I don't know if that makes a difference or not, but I put it in ice water and I will soak it at least 30 minutes. I put it out on the grill in the husk. I usually close the cover of the grill. So I I let the charcoal die down a little bit. I'll put it right in the center. So the hot part of the grill, uh, it depends now if you really heated the grill, like really, really hot, you don't want to put it in the center. Sometimes I put it on the side, but then you want to Think about rotating it every about 15 minutes in quarter, like turning it each, or quarter mm-hmm. each time. And of course, keep an eye on it. Make sure that your fire's not too hot, but uh, it, it really comes out well. I've rarely overdone that. Mm-hmm. And if you have any doubts, just pull it off the grill. Larissa, that's usually when I pull it off the grill. Larissa come, pokes it with a, with a fork to see mm-hmm. how tender the kernels are. And you can usually tell like that. I mean, it's obviously better to undercook it than overcook it because you can always mm-hmm. put it back on the grill for a little bit longer. So usually it'll take about, you know, a good maybe, you know, 45 minutes to do the whole thing. Right. Depends on how hot your grill is. And, uh, you know, the size of the corn impacts that as well. Right. And then, you know, once it's off, you just pull off the husks and don't burn yourself because I've burned myself a lot of times on that. Let it cool for a little bit. um, Pull off the husks. And uh, one other thing that we didn't mention is before you soak it, just pull back the husk and pull off as much silk as you can. Good point. And then uh, just pull the husk back up, put it in water, soak it. But, uh, oh, my gosh, it's so good. So, okay. So let's go into... Speaking of of what can you things that you're grilling, what can you grill? So um, tofu, we yeah. discovered you can grill. You just have to do it a certain way, right? So a couple tips for tofu is you want to use extra firm if possible, firm or extra firm. If you can get extra firm, that's the best. And I use the Nasoya brand. I can get Nasoya at 
at our grocery store here. And I like Nasoya because it's organic. And there's other, there are other brands, but I, I usually try to get that one if I can. So take your, your tofu, drain it, press it really well. Yeah, let's talk about that. So there are tofu presses, mm-hmm. right? But you kind of have your own way of doing that as well, and it works. Yeah. So you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. I just um, take the block of tofu, drain it, uh, dra- you know, drain all the water off of it. I line a plate with either like a tea towel or paper towels. Put the tofu block on there, cover it up with more towels, and then I put something really heavy on it, like some cookbooks, or I think this afternoon I used a, a bowl of potatoes that we had sitting on the counter. Just something heavy to weight that down, and that will press the water out of it. I was just going to add, though, if our any of our listeners have a really good tofu press that they would recommend, please mm-hmm. leave it on our Facebook page mm-hmm. or message us. We'd be happy to post it for the others to see yes. because uh, I think that would be very helpful. We'll probably look at getting one eventually just right. for the convenience of it. But right. Once I we mean, do, yeah, if you don't have we, one, you can still do it. Once we do get one, we'll add it to our Amazon store, too, if it works out. So. Yeah. And then something that I'm trying right now for our, when we grill tomorrow, but I haven't tried this yet. I read this. Uh, to They said to freeze it and then thaw it because once you do that, it will absorb more of the marinade. So, And I, I do have to say, when we did ours last week, the, the tofu actually did not have too much of the marinade flavor. It was kind of just tofu-y you know it didn't have normally tofu will take on the flavor of whatever but it didn't absorb a whole lot of it so I'm hoping that maybe that will help so it's in the freezer right now I'll thaw it tomorrow morning when you get ready to grill cut it however you want you can cut it in slabs you know just um kind of rectangles I'm thinking that slabs we might try slabs this time I think so too uh, or if you wanted to, if you want to try skewers, you can do it in cubes. But I would do like at least an inch and a half cube. You don't want it too small or it's just not going to stay on there. Now, here's what I'd really love to try. So I know that if you marinate it with a little bit of sugar, it's going to help to caramelize it and it's going to get a little crispy on the outside. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Yeah, Because I you and too. I, we like fried tofu and yes, it's not the <laughs> best for you. We indulge in that every, what, couple of months when yeah. we get... Thai food. The Thai food, yeah, the Thai food down the street has a really good fried tofu. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of like that. I mean, it'll still make it crispy on the outside, so we can try that. Right, and it would be without the frying, which right. is it's better. A little bit of sugar, yeah, but right. it's well, still not but that that's bad. okay. And the marinade that, I, that I'm going to put the recipe for has just a little bit, but not very much. And then... Like I said, if you want to use skewers, if you use bamboo, just make sure to soak them first so they don't crispy, Catch on fire. Yeah, get crispy and burn. <laughs> um, and then with the tofu, uh, six to seven minutes per side, and then brush with the marinade while while it's grilling. Okay, let's, let's move into tempeh. Tempeh. Now we haven't tried this. You're, you're not a big tempeh. I fan. don't like tempeh. I've tried it several different ways. Mm-hmm. One of the ways I tried it was chicken fried. Or, mm-hmm. you know, chicken, chicken, right. <laughs> fried tempeh. Uh, and I I didn't just, really care for yeah. it. And I've tried it. What else did we try it in? We tried it in something else. I think you made something here. I've made here. some things with tempeh yeah, before. And I'm not a fan. Quite now, honestly. I have some tempeh in the freezer that you're really going to hate. Because right. it's black-eyed pea tempeh. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> and you know what? You know That's why? yours. Um, I found it at H-E-B, and we actually had, well, I had it. When we went to Austin last year for the... That was a vegetarian. It was, 
what was the festival that we went to? Yeah, it was like a veg fest or yes, something. Yes, yeah, veg Austin fest. Austin veg fest, it. yeah. And the restaurant that makes it was there. They had a food cart, a food truck. And so I got some there and oh, so good. So they sell it here at HEB now in the frozen section. So I got some. Okay, so, so for those who like it, mm-hmm. how would they do that? Now, we again, we have not done this ourselves, so um, but... We but this is what I've yes these are what this is what I've read so this is what I'll be trying so it said for tempeh because it's kind of uh, tough you want to pre cook it so that would be either steaming it or blanching it and what I'll probably do is blanch it Um, and I have an article in the resources that I'll put in there for how to do it but basically for blanching it it's just simmering water uh, for. I think like five to 10 minutes and then just take it out because you don't want it to completely fall apart. And then uh, you can marinate it uh, at least two hours again, because it's, it's, you know, tempeh is kind of firm. And then if you don't want to marinate, you can also just, once you blanch or steam it, brush it with like a barbecue sauce or whatever kind of sauce you want to use right before you put it on the grill. And then again, just continue brushing it just like you would if you're grilling whatever that has sauce okay that sounds kind of good maybe i will give it a shot okay i'll try it i mean i'm open so maybe i just haven't had it the right way that's true yeah okay and now mock meats and you know i'm not a huge fan of these it's hard to find there are certain ones now by mock meat we're talking like tofu dogs and uh things like that and the tofu dogs that I liked, I don't eat anymore because it's a, a brand that doesn't support GMO labeling. And so I'm, I'm really a stickler when it comes to that. You know, if, if they don't, then I don't eat it. Yeah, we were eating a lot of Morningstar, mm-hmm. for Morningstar, example. And I think this brand that I'm talking about is Light Life. Uh-huh. And so I won't eat it. And I don't like the tofurkey dogs at all. So, yeah, that's all right. I'm off the I dogs. like the tofurkey dogs. They're pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing with those, you have to remember, it's, it's not meat. So mm-hmm. it's not going to grill the same way on your grill. You want to make sure that you're really watching those. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I've had, I, I go to barbecues and I'll bring those. I really have to pay attention to them because they can get kind of rubbery. That's what I found. I mean, I think meat, the meat ones can get like that too, but uh, these tend to get rubbery if you're not paying attention to them. Right. And the reason for that is that, you know, because yeah, they're not meat. They don't have the, the fat. They don't have the juices in them. You know, when you grill fat, it liquefies, right? So that makes it, that helps it to not get dried out uh, and gross. It's gross for a different reason, but... And the other thing is some of these specifically will say on the package that it's they're not suitable for grilling. So you kind of want to look at the packaging beforehand. Right. And then uh, veggie or bean burgers are a little bit different. They're not so much the mock meats there. It's like a veggie patty. So just kind of check on those. And you might want to even brush those with a little oil um, to help to help them not stick and that should be good those usually do better on the grill than the dogs okay let's move into talking about vegetables because there are plenty of things that we can do with those right yes yes and i you know i'm getting to really love grilling vegetables and the the taste it's you know has that really nice smoky flavor and it's just really really good and then again the marinade i'm i love marinades so okay so here are some things that we've learned Mm -hmm. from grilling vegetables first of all you want to make sure that you're pretty much cutting them in the same size so they don't so they all take the same time to cook relatively i mean 
if you're cutting big pieces and then little pieces, the little pieces are obviously going to burn mm -hmm. if you're, you're putting them on at the same time or you have to really watch those very carefully. So try to make your veggie sizes the same mm -hmm. when you cut them. And then also think about those those veggies that will take longer to cook. So for example, the corn, as I mentioned, I start that before I start anything. And usually it's about 30 minutes into cooking that, that I'll even start anything else or even think about starting anything else. And of course, potatoes, we haven't done those in a while, but those take a long time on the grill if they're like whole and they're just like wrapped in foil. Right. And one thing you can do with those is you can par bake them. You can partially bake them in the oven like for maybe 30 minutes and then wrap them and put them on the grill or just put them on the grill like that um, and that way it gives it a time to start cooking already so it's not going to be you know two hours on the grill to cook a potato yeah you also want to think about now this is this is for the grill master here <laughs> you want to think about uh, the hot spots on your grill so usually the way i start the fire it's and i guess like most people as well it tends to be hotter right in the middle so you certainly don't want to put something that is going to burn very easily right in that hot spot mm -hmm. if the even like if it's the corn i will put that i have to really understand how hot or get a good feel for how hot that fire is because even if i put that if i put that on the middle of the grill that could easily catch fire which when i started early in my grilling <laughs> career i did have a couple of those things where i turn around and my husks were in flames right now does that change that that changes throughout the the cooking as the fire is kind of progressing right so where there's a hot spot now there may not be one later not really no not it's really pretty much uh, it's pretty much the same spot but it could be different every time you grill mm. pretty much but for me it's pretty much in the middle mm -hmm. and so when it's those thinner more delicate kind of things i usually put those on the outside mm -hmm. but typically just the way i make the fire start you know the way it shows you on the package mm -hmm. you kind of make a little pyramid and then i'll spread them out but mm -hmm. it still tends to be that that center area that gets pretty hot okay okay and now corn we already talked about asparagus let's let's talk about asparagus i love asparagus you don't really care for it that much right well, you know what it's funny i don't really but do you remember last summer we tried grilling some asparagus and of course we lost a lot through the grates but, <laughs> <laughs> but um lesson learned that was actually good i liked that and I yeah. think, again, I think it's the marinade and then that smoky flavor. You're absolutely right, because a lot of times people think of this stuff as bland, but it's mm -hmm. really not. It a lot of, if you, depending on how you prepare it, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So if you, when you prepare it with some sort of marinade, you can really give it a lot of flavor. And you want to use some foil or something <laughs> to make sure it doesn't fall through the grates. I know it says to move it, like yeah. put it against the grate, but I mean, yeah. it's, it always, they, inevitably, I will have casualties. Right. Poor little asparagus I know. down in the flames. So it usually works better with me if I'm using like some sort of like cage or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, foil or something. That's a good point. You can get the cages so mm -hmm. that it's still touching, that it still has the flames, you know, and touching it. Because the thing that I don't like about using foil or like a, a solid pan there is because to me that kind of defeats the purpose. I mean, it's like, it's like cooking on a gas stove, you know, with flame i mean that's that's all you're getting but if you have the grit the cage to me that that has a like open on the like a grate on the bottom at least you're still getting some of that in there and i may be totally wrong maybe that's no just i mean head. i i can see your point i i just think that you still get kind of the flavor of the like that smoky flavor when you do it but i can see your point too and, and i do prefer the cage anyways mm -hmm. it does give it kind of that 
awesome grilling kind of well plus thing. then you get like the some parts that may be a little like crispier or some parts that are a little darker and i like that yeah i like some of the little charred pieces yeah. on there all right let's talk about summer squash now you and i both like zucchini right yes yellow and yellow green is not that my favorite it's like not yellow. my favorite yellow yellow squash but i like zucchini and uh, it's really good on the grill. And with that, you can either, you know, chunk it and marinate it and put it on skewer with other vegetables. Or you can do like kind of thick slices and then sprinkle it with either marinate it or just sprinkle it with herbs and, and uh, maybe a little bit of lemon and, you know, do it that way. Yeah, we've had it both ways. And mm-hmm. either either way is great. Mm-hmm. You just have to, if you're skewer, skewering it, you're obviously making it thinner than if you're doing it in slices so you really have to pay attention that mm-hmm. tends to go first yes <laughs> so yes yeah. yeah because they'll get kind of mushy yeah so you have to pay attention yeah you know and that's another point about the skewering you really have to be careful of because this is something we mixed our vegetables last time remember and i think we had talked about this before about putting like veggies with like veggies on the skewer because like if you're talking about thick vegetables like bell peppers or things that will take a little bit longer versus like a squash Mm -hmm. that will tend to cook faster you know what i mean if you're mixing them up on the same skewer Mm -hmm. it's really kind of hard to get it evenly cooked that's true so maybe it'd be better to do like like a skewer of all bell pepper onion because that way you can move them around and you can take them off when they're done that's a good point and i hadn't thought about that and we also did pineapple on our skewers too. i love grilled pineapple that's one of my favorite things now you skipped over in our outline you skipped over my favorite and we already mentioned it but mushrooms and those oh my gosh they're so good in fact we had when we had some leftover we had some of the grilled vegetables that i just put in a in a container in the refrigerator and we had them left over i guess what a couple days later and i hogged all the mushrooms i took them i love mushrooms too portobello mushrooms grilled like uh portobello mushroom burger mm-hmm. awesome yeah that's the best way i think to do the portobellos is because they're burger size and so you can marinate it you can grill it just like a burger you can slap it on a bun you can put your condiments and your your um lettuce and tomato and whatever it is you put on there and yeah, those are really good. But I'm a fan of the buttons and the creminis and the little ones that you can just like, <laughs> and they get so good. All right. So we talked about potatoes already, right? We didn't mm-hmm. really talk about sweet potatoes because I'm not a fan. I'm not either. You're not either, right? No, but so, some people are. Yeah. So uh, again, same thing. Wrap them in foil. Um, put them on the grill. They, I think sweet potatoes don't take quite as long as just your russet potatoes or other potatoes. And then again, you can also bake your potatoes your sweet potatoes in the oven first just completely bake them and then once they're baked slice them in half you can brush them with maple syrup or sprinkle them with sugar and then put them on the grill like that and that'll be a little added sweetness for more of like a dessert type thing i'm just not fond of sweet potatoes yeah me neither. i've tried I just, i've even tried the sweet potato fries yeah, and I, i'm I just like not either. a fan yeah all, all right, right so if, let's talk about fruit we already talked about pineapple so I don't think we really need to touch on that too much, right? Well, the only thing about pineapple is um, one thing that you can do with it. And I bought some rings, pineapple rings this time. Normally, I just cut pineapple myself. But to make it easier, I bought some of the rings. And one thing that I want to try is you can sprinkle them with cinnamon and just like a little bit of brown sugar and then put that on the on the grill. Of course, you don't want to put it the sugar side down. It'll just fall off. So put it uh, up and let that caramelize on top and melt and oh, that sounds that really sounds good. really good and then you can put the you know chunks on skewers too 
All right. And now this is one that you just told me about today that I was really kind of, I hadn't really thought about. And I was like, ooh, but that does sound good. Strawberries Mm -hmm. on the grill. Yeah, I saw it when I was looking through some articles for this podcast. I saw this. And basically what it is, is they say just wash them, dip them in balsamic vinegar, and then roll them in a little bit of sugar if you want, and stick them on skewers and put them on the grill. Okay, we're going to definitely do that and post a picture and let yes. you guys know how those are because it, it sounds really good. And the same thing with apples. Mm-hmm. So you can do the same thing with apples. You want to cut those like in thinner, I'm sorry, thicker slices mm-hmm. and then sprinkle those with cinnamon and brown sugar and they're supposed to be awesome. So Yes, we'll, so we'll have, we have apples we can try. Maybe right. we can do just like a fruit platter or something. Yeah, yeah, we'll post those pictures for sure. Right. And then, of course, pizza. And I want to try this because I like to make my own pizza dough but normally we just do it in the oven. But, you know, now that it's summer and we have the grill out there, I really want to try this. And I found a really good resource that says exactly, you know, how to do it and how to handle the dough on, on there and everything. So I want to try that. I've got to tell you, Larissa makes the most awesome pizza. And I, I don't I don't say that lightly. I mean, because I love pizza and we go to we've gone to several pretty good pizza restaurants around town, but this hers just blows them all away i have yet to to have one that really tops hers even mellow mushroom what's that even mellow mushroom even mellow mushroom wow i feel i feel mellow mushroom you should take note and try to get larissa's recipe because i'm telling you that's (laughs) like and and mellow mushroom is awesome that's probably like the best pizza i've had in in town yes all right so what about some other uses for grilled vegetables besides just you know taking them off the grill and eating them as is all right, so of course there's salads, mm-hmm. sandwiches, soups, and chowders. Now I'm not a big fan of soups and chowders. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're not a soup person. No, I like uh, soup a lot more than you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, roasted corn. If you roast some extra ears of corn and then just cut the the kernels off once it's roasted, that would be really good, like for a corn chowder, or you can do a roasted vegetable soup. Um, if you roast like a winter squash, you can, you can roast butternut squash. You can, we didn't talk about those, but you can do that and then do like butternut squash, um, soup or things like that. You know, I bet you could even roast pumpkin. Oh yeah. I'm sure you can. That might be good. I'm not a huge pumpkin fan, but I try those. Yeah. For people who like pumpkin. And then of course, like you said, just have the leftover sliced, uh, vegetables. Once they're cooked, you can slice them thinly and put them on sandwiches and, um, then salads would be great. All right. So let's move into our recipe of the week. And I think you kind of hinted earlier what this was going to be, but you want to go ahead and talk about it? Yeah, I've kind of talked about it like 10 times. (laughs) (laughs) Can can you tell that I really liked it? Yeah. Yeah, And I don't remember where I found this, but it's a red wine marinade. So yes, I did. I did dip into your wine (laughs) to use uh, that for a marinade, but it was so now, you know, it was good. Okay. It was good. Yeah. And, uh, so it was really good, and it's, you can make it with, you know, just stuff you have on hand. I don't think it really calls for anything special. And if you grow herbs, um, you can use the fresh herbs that it calls for, or you can just use dried. And by the way, our herb garden is really still going strong. We had some caterpillar friends around that kind mm-hmm. of dug into your parsley yes and I, is so I sweet. she gave it. it up she surrendered it to them the parsley started to grow back the caterpillars were wait so the parsley was there the mm-hmm. caterpillars ate it mm-hmm. then they were gone so it started growing back and the caterpillars came back well, <laughs> Larissa, but you know what else came back what's that the caterpillars did come back 
as black swallowtail butterflies. Oh, that's awesome. And that's why I gave it to them. That's why she gave it up. Because I wanted so to sweet. see the black swallowtails. And you know, it's so funny, but they'll actually, they actually come back and they come to, the, they come around the window and everything so I can see them when I'm working during the day. That's awesome. And, yeah. They and say you thank know, you. Yeah. Well, and they're also laying more eggs. <laughs> so <laughs> they say thank you, lay more eggs. Yeah. Eating so, more herbs. But. Yeah. But they only eat the parsley. Um, my dill already died, so they don't. They don't. Eat, they would eat that, but they don't. But the other stuff is going pretty good, pretty well. Yeah, have a lot of water. It needs a lot of water. And considering how hot it is mm-hmm. here, so we're not as hot as we typically are in July. Usually in July we're seeing like a lot of hundreds, mm-hmm. right? And we've been in the nineties, so that's been kind of good. Right. Okay. What about our quote this week? And this is something that I'll let you read this quote because you've already talked about it. Yes. Okay. So the quote comes to you this week from Chef Barton Seaver. And he said, the key to good grilling is to recognize that you are setting yourself up to cook in a whole new environment. This is actually one of the main purposes of grilling, to get yourself outside. I love that because, it, like I said, it's a whole experience for me. It's, it's not just about what's on the grill, although that is fun, I mean, to, to put stuff out there and to kind of experiment with stuff. But it's still just the whole experience for me. So, mm-hmm. All right. Let's... Uh, I guess we're ready to wrap it up. Yeah, I guess so. I'm I'm hungry now. Yeah. Now I want some uh, marinated mushrooms. <laughs> all right. Again, if you find value in this episode, we would greatly appreciate you heading out to iTunes. We read all of our ratings because they mean so much to us when you guys leave us that because it is so easy in this in this day and age to fall off of iTunes radar and for people to kind of lose sight of the podcast because there's just so many podcasts out there now. So every time you leave us a rating, it really helps to make sure that we're, we remain kind of visible. So if you find any value, we would appreciate your feedback and a five-star rating of course would be awesome. And not only that, I mean, that's, that's a good thing too, but it keeps us motivated. And it, it does. Keeps we get us, pumped up. I know. I, you know, if she's at work during the day and we get a new review, um, I text it to her. I'll take a picture of it on my computer. I'll, I'll copy it and text it to her. And it just makes both of our days. It does. So thank you very much for everybody who has left us a rating. If you haven't, like I said, we would greatly appreciate mm-hmm. you taking just a minute of your time to go out there. And even if you don't have time to actually leave us a, a message, because I think uh, iTunes gives you the opportunity to just leave a, a rating a star, or right. to add some narrative to it. If you don't have time for the narrative, we still greatly appreciate the five-star rating. Mm-hmm. So please head out there. One thing I forgot to mention we, as you guys know, as most of you guys know who listen to us regularly, we have a Pinterest board, and it's really been picking up lately as far as people following us because I've I've been adding some more stuff and I just opened up a grilling a summer grilling veggie style board so I just opened that up today and I've been adding things on there you'll find some veggie burgers you'll find grilled veggie marinades you'll find all this kind of stuff and of course we're going to be adding our own pictures and our own pins to that board but please head out there and uh, we'll give you some ideas for your own grilling awesome All right, well, I think that does it for our episode for today. All right, well, then we will catch you next week. Peace out. Bye. Hey, Veg Centers. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.